My pleasure to have the 2015 CCMA Rising Star here on the show, Madeline Merlot. She had a huge hit recently called Sinking Like a Stone, and a brand new single out now called Honey Jack. We'll be playing both those songs on the show. My pleasure now to welcome her to the show, Madeline Merlot. Hey, Madeline. Hi, how are you doing? I am doing wonderful. It is such a pleasure to have you on the show. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. Congratulations, first of all. I was out in Halifax and at the CCMAs, and it was so cool to see you win the Rising Star Award. Can you take us back to that moment, the the feeling before, and when they actually called your name, what is that moment like? It was insane. I have to say, um, you know, it was my first time at the awards, my first time being nominated, so um, I just really wasn't expecting to win. There were eight people in my category, and all eight of them are so talented and have done really big things that year. So I was really just stoked to be there, to be honest, and wasn't expecting to win at all. Didn't have anything prepared to say. <laughs> and um, so when, you know, my category came up, I was feeling quite calm. I was like, okay, cool. Like, who's going to win? Like, it's not going to be me. Like, I just wasn't <laughs> really thinking it was going to be me. And then for some right. reason, you know, he said my name, and I just – you actually, if on the on the television, the camera's right on me, and my jaw like unhinges and like hits the floor. You can see <laughs> just how surprised I am, and um, just kind of cried through an unprepared acceptance speech and stumbled off the stage. So it was a it was a wild moment for me, for sure. Pretty amazing. And and during Country Music Week, uh, I'm sure there are many highlights, Madeline. But can you think of us? You know, some people you got to meet and see for the first time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I had never met Paul Brandt before, and he's such a legend, so um, I got introduced to him and was fangirling and uh, stumbling (laughs) over my words like a loser because I love him so much. And so that was a really great moment. And um, to see, um, you know, artists like Florida Georgia Line and Thomas Rhett there as well, it was just really kind of a cool moment. Um, I took the whole weekend, the whole day, it was all really new for me. I just kind of soaked it all in. It was crazy. I love Paul Brandt, too. I've had a chance two or three times to interview him on the show, and his new song is so cool, I'm an Open Road, and his performance on the CCMA is amazing. Yes, he's he's extraordinary. I just got to see him with um, Dean Brody when they came to Abbotsford a couple nights ago and was just floored by both of them. Now, I've got some information here. Speaking of uh, Paul Brandt and Dean Brody, you're going to be joining them on their big road trip tour. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's crazy. Yeah. So I I saw the uh, the show when they were in Abbotsford. I'm doing all of the Ontario dates. So um I got to kind of see the show and see how it was going to go and they did such a good job and the whole time I was just having a hard time believing that I was going to be able to open for them. It was insane. That is amazing. Wow, everybody in Ontario is going to 
want to check that out for sure. I mean, you know, you along with Paul Brandt, Dean Brody, I mean, the hits that they have between the two of them are amazing. So I can, I can imagine what kind of show, show it's going to be. And I, I saw them being interviewed, and I think they talked about on different nights, Paul will open and on other nights, Dean will open. So they'll kind of switch positions. I believe they're yeah they're alternating around. It is it's just really is just hit after hit. It's it's a it's a really great yeah. concert that way. Um, not a not a lull or a, a bad moment. It's just like oh this song oh this song <laughs> one That's after right. another. So it is fantastic. That is so cool. The road trip tour that you, Madeline, are going to be part of. Uh, that's amazing. Now, the single that you had out uh, not too long ago that got so much airplay. I mean, it's such a beautiful song. I love hearing this one, Sinking Like a Stone. What can you tell us about that song, Madeline, and what was it like when you first started hearing it on the radio? Oh, thank you. I'm so happy that that you like it. That song is extremely special to me. Um, you know, it was a really risky move coming out, you know, a new artist, a female, and a ballad, and it's kind of unheard of um, in the rules of radio, but um, I think myself and my team, we just felt really strongly about this song and felt that when I performed it live, it just resonated with people, and um, I think that's what it did, and people, everyone's been in that position where they have their heart broken so much and feel kind of weighed down by that heaviness and so I think that it hit people like it hit me and um, so it was a really really special song to me and hearing it for the first time on the radio Mm. it was my mother and my sister and my producer Dan Swinimer and we just cried like it was I've been singing since I was six years old so to hear my voice come out of a radio was something I'd been dreaming about my entire life wow what what a moment uh, that must have been. That's pretty amazing. And you mentioned Dan Swinimer. I know that he is a big part of your musical life and a great friend of yours. Tell me about Dan and the impact he's had on your music career. Dan um, is, he is everything. I, I have to say he um, kind of found me when I was 17 years old and um, just really loved music. And he's been such a mentor for me um, from the music side and the writing side and, and watching all the work that gets put in as a producing side as well. It's so great to be around that. And, and he always gave me a voice and a big voice at that in my music and, and what kind of sounds I wanted to come from it. And um, also just as a person and, and being a light in the industry, which gets really kind of scary sometimes. So I owe him a whole lot. He's a, a talented and the kindest individual I've ever met in my life. Now, you are part of something that's uh, quite exciting. It's a movie musical called Country Crush. And I saw some interviews yeah. online at Tribute.ca uh, today from, from some of the cast, including yourself. Tell me about Country Crush. This is really exciting. Yeah, Country Crush um, is so such a great opportunity for me. Really quite a departure from what I'm used to. Um, I'm a country singer, not an actress by any <laughs> means, but um, it is a country musical, so they wanted the lead to be a singer. And so um, a couple years ago, it kind of came across uh, Ron, my manager's desk, and they were like, um, you know, she looks like and sounds like she'd be our Nancy. Like, can she act? Like, can she set a tape in? And he said, sure. And we, um, I was like, yeah, I mean, country musical. I think I can do that. That's country music. And sent a tape in, and, and they ended up casting me. Um, and it was a, a definitely a lot crazier than I had anticipated. Um, you know, there's a lot of acting, a lot of scenes where my character, like, she goes through some stuff. And so it was a really learning experience for me and luckily I had a really amazing cast and crew and director that that really helped me along everything 
And uh, one of the other co-stars in the movie is uh, Sophie Simmons, Sophie Tweed Simmons, of course, Gene Simmons' daughter. Yeah, so she's in the film. She's such a great girl. I love her. Uh, Monroe Chambers from Degrassi and uh, Jana Kramer as well. Oh, amazing. Amazing. So when can Mm -hmm. we expect uh, to see this, Madeline? Um, They're in um, post-production now, so it would... um, they're hoping to have it out by um, the beginning of the year. Um, don't really know much about that whole aspect of things, right. and it's got to edit and go through distributors and all that stuff. But, yeah, they said oh, yeah. by uh, 20, early 2016 it should be available for people. So after that experience, and you've done some videos, uh, do, you, do you feel comfortable in front of the camera? Would you like to do something in the acting sense at any point again? Um, yeah, I think that I would. You know, there were – the. The movie was great because there was really challenging scenes and I felt really stressed out and my character, you know, maybe she was crying or, you know, yelling at somebody and it's just, it's such a weird experience to do that. But then another scene, um, you know, I actually get up on stage, grab a guitar and sing to an audience. My character's a musician. So it kind of went back and forth of being in kind of a comfort zone area and then not and, you know, doing the recording of the soundtrack. Um, That Mm -hmm. was a comfort zone area for me. So it kind of was 50-50 that way. So to just venture into a project which was solely acting would be kind of scary for me. But um, like I said, I love the challenge. I learned so much, and um, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, so I would, I would love to do something like that in the future. That's awesome. And I know uh, a person who is a big part of uh, behind the scenes of Country Crush, of course, Marty Beecroft. And I had a chance to uh, chat with him at uh, the CC Amazing. Of course, he mentioned what a great job you did in this uh, musical. Oh, that's awesome. I love Marty. He's a great guy. We are going to uh, turn to Sinking Like a Stone in just a moment, but some other big news, not only the uh, Rising Star Award from the CCMA's uh, CCMA organization earlier in September, but you are nominated at the end of October at the British Columbia Country Music Association Awards uh, for Female Artist of the Year. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you. That is such a big honor, uh, nominated by your province. How does that one feel? It, it feels really great. It's it's such an amazing and huge honor. Um, BC has some talented people, i got to say, so it's going to be stiff competition this year, I have to say. But um, I'm just honored to be nominated, and it's going to be a great day to celebrate all the great stuff coming out of BC these days. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's coming up October 24th and 25th, that weekend. The website, bccountry.com, if people want to check out tickets or uh, any of the other nominees. I noticed when I was there that uh, the hosts, this is pretty cool, Cowboy Troy and Lisa Brokop. Yeah, I know. It's going to be awesome. I'm so excited. <laughs> that's going to be a lot of fun. That sounds amazing. So we're going to turn to Sinking Like a Stone. Now, and you mentioned, you know, this is a heartbreaking song. A lot of people can relate to this at, at different times in their lives. Have you had a chance uh, people for people to come up to you, Madeline? Have they come up to you and said how much of the song is meant to them? It, they have, and that has been, I think, one of the most rewarding parts of, of being able to make music is having it touch people. Um, you know, I've had people say, yeah, this is my breakup song. Like, I got through my breakup from the song and had somebody tell me that that they played this song at their mother's funeral and that she loved mm-hmm. this song and that it gave them comfort to know somebody else was suffering from a pain of missing somebody and it just like it breaks your heart and um makes you just want to cry because you know you write these songs or you record these songs and it's just like in music in general um you know whether you're making people feel happy or you're giving them comfort it's just such a gift so 
Indeed. Well, let's hear that song now from my guest, Madeline Merlot. This is called Sinking Like a Stone on In the Country.
And that is the 2015 CCMA Rising Star, Madeline Merlot, and uh, her great single called Sinking Like a Stone. And we have a brand new single coming up. It's called Honey Jack. That's coming up a bit later in the show, so do stay tuned for that. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about, uh, you did a great thing on the CMT Canada website this summer. So cool. It's called Decades, sort of the throwback Thursday. So every Thursday you're doing a cover song. And I love the, the choice of cover songs because most of them were, you know, classic country stuff. Of course, the first one was Jolene from Dolly Parton. He did Shania, my favorite of hers, her very first one, Who's Better If Your Boost Been Under, but that's still mm. my favorite song of hers. And also you threw in there, just to keep us uh, on our toes, Eye of the Tiger from Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of switched love it up that a little bit. Mix yeah. yeah, I love how you shook it up there. But let's talk about, uh, for example, the Dolly Parton song. I know she's a big influence on you. What does that song Jolene mean to you and Dolly as well? Oh, my gosh. I think that if I was to see anybody in person, just like walking down the road, I think if I saw Dolly Parton, I would have a literal heart attack. I'm not even kidding. I am just – she is just – so amazing to me, and I think she's just such a great example of being a an incredible artist and vocalist and performer and songwriter. I mean, she's written so much amazing songs for other artists and herself, and I think that she's such a great person and such a good businesswoman, and she's just found mm-hmm. her way in the industry, and she's just such an inspiration for me. So um, I'm, I'm such a huge fan of Dolly, and Jolene is such a great song with attitude and soul and mm-hmm. honesty, and um, so, yeah, I really wanted to kick it off with something like that. Now, do you like taking a song like that? You put a little a bit of a rock edge to it, and then with Eye of the Tiger from Survivor, you slowed that song down. Do you like, Madeline, putting your own spin on these songs that we all know? Absolutely. I think that that is, if you're going to sing a cover song, you want to kind of shake it up and do it your own way and um, try to surprise people. I know that I love that, to hear a song done completely different um, than the way it was originally recorded. I think it's just Mm -hmm. another form of artistry, and um, it's really fun, too. Now, the other song that you did there, which I loved, I grew up, my dad uh, played Hank Williams all the time. So I grew up as a kid, just the records in the house all the time, all all of Hank Williams' songs. That was his favorite artist. And you covered I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry. Uh, And you did a great job on it. Such a beautiful song. How did you discover Hank Williams and that song? You know, that song was the song that kind of kicked off the entire um, project, I have to say. Um, I Again, the song, like country music, it's, it's very simple. I think it's three chords. And lyrically, it's just so honest and so weak. You know, it's like, I'm so lonesome, I could cry. It's just heartbreaking in that way. And... Um, and it kind of caught me thinking, and I'm obviously a huge fan of Hank and the song, and I was like, where can I sing this song? Like, where would you be able to record this? And I was just like, such, I'm such an old soul. Right. If anyone who knows me personally will know that about me, and I take a lot of my inspiration from old music. And um, I was like, I think it would be so cool to, like, do a cover video of this and set it to my manager, and he was like, why don't we do a bunch of them? And so that's kind of what kicked it all off, actually. What a cool idea, and that it ended up at uh, cmt.ca. Uh, it's at your YouTube mm-hmm. channel as well. Anybody wanting to check out those covers you mentioned, the other one you did in there was uh, Patsy Cline, Walking After Midnight, another country classic. And Patsy was just, I mean, you know, that voice of hers, obviously, you know, she's, a, she's still a legend to this day, and people love her music. Oh, yeah. And um, to tackle a song like that is a, 
a big undertaking, I have to say. I, I perform that song live. Um, I love it. Again, one of my favorite songs. And I always say, Patsy, like, I hope I can do this song justice for you because she's so great. She's such a legend. Now, as far as influences go for you, Madeline, who are those artists that uh, you've looked up to your whole life that got you interested in singing and, and uh, maybe you, you know, went to some of the shows and thought, I want to do exactly what they're doing? Yeah, um, I think that at the end of the day, um, the artist that I remember listening to and feeling it in my heart and my soul and thinking, man, I want to make people feel like this was Stevie Wonder for me as mm -hmm. a kid. I can vividly remember being young and just loving the way that he was able to manipulate his voice and sing and the music, and it just like really stirred my soul or something. So he is forever my favorite. Um, I'm such a huge fan of him. And Shania Twain, I saw, she was my first concert when I was a kid, and I sat at the back row and watched this woman take over the world and sing mm -hmm. country music and she was so beautiful and such a great performer and she was from a tiny town in Canada and it just brought my <laughs> dreams to like reality I was like you know she mm -hmm. literally did this like you know she was number one in every country in the world like so Shania um, as like an artist is is huge for me as well what a great inspiration that she, she's been and the effect she's had on so many artists within Canada, as you said, a small town, uh, showing that you can do it and you can make it to the top, and that's amazing. Uh, another thing you did recently I saw on your Facebook, you were on Global News. I guess you were co-anchoring. Tell us a bit about yeah. that. I mean, we, you got Country Crush, you got videos, and, and Global News. How did that go? Um, it went great. I um, It was so random, kind of, but um, I went there and just hosted the news for the day, and Steve Darling, the host, the morning host, is a friend of mine, and, um, you know, just went up and had a good time. It was kind of nerve-wracking, though, um, to be live okay. on television and have to be all proper and fancy. Um, <laughs> it's not really myself, but um, I love to do new things. I love to be challenged like that, so, yeah, it was fantastic. Now, I'm going to ask you uh, when we come back from your from the next song we're going to play about some duet partners that are at the top of your list, some dream duet partners. We will get to that, but let's turn to the single. It's called Honey Jack, and it is out now. People can check it out uh, at your – there's a lyric video at your website, MadelineMerlot.com, and I, I believe the song is up now at iTunes? It is, yes. Very cool. T tell us a bit about Honey Jack before we play it. Sure. Um, Honey Jack is obviously my brand new single, and I'm very excited about this. Um, the idea kind of came from the alcohol. <laughs> um, honey, uh, honey, or Jack Daniels has a honey flavored liqueur, and it's um, a whiskey, and it's very sweet, and it kind of goes down a little bit easier than um, regular whiskey. And it just kind of got me thinking. I think that's kind of like how you should live your life, like. You know, it's okay to be tough and it's okay to be strong, but you should also be, like, sweet and kind at the same time. <laughs> and so um, I, like I had this that. idea, and I brought it to these two amazing women, um, Jesse Walker and Stephanie Smith out of Nashville, and they loved the idea. And it was a blast writing it, recording it, and releasing it. It's just been fun and to release a song. You know, I'm 21 now, and to release a song people can have a drink to and, and put on mm -hmm. at a party um, is really fun and, and really kind of a new thing for me. It's amazing, Madeline. Well, I know this song is going to do incredibly well for you at radio. Can't wait to see it uh, and hear it climb those charts. Let's hear it now from my guest, Madeline Merlot. This is Honey Jack on In the Country.
And that is the brand new single from my guest, Madeline Merlot. She is nominated for Female Vocalist of the Year at uh, the British Columbia Country Music Association Awards. That's coming up later in October. The single is called Honey Jack. You can find it at iTunes, and be sure to call your local country station to request it. That is a great song, and you and Jesse and Stephanie really wrote a winner there. Thank you so much. Thank you. People are going to love that song, and they're going to love hearing it on the radio. Uh, before we uh, play the song, I asked you about duet partners. Is there a name or two, uh, uh, Madeline, that you would love to go into the studio with and record a duet? Um, I mean, there's so many. It's it's hard to choose, definitely. I mean, there's. I'm such a fan of music in general. Um, obviously, it is everything to me, so I could name a hundred. But there's one band um, that I would love to uh, work with, and that would be Zach Brown Band. I'm such a huge fan of them. I think their musicianship is something that, you know, they're not like nobody else in this world. And I think that I would love to sing with Zach Brown. It would be so great. Mm-hmm. Great answer. You know, I love uh, Zach Brown Band. I've seen them live, and I love their records from uh, Colder Weather to their brand-new single, uh, one of their latest ones, you, uh, you Make Loving You Easy, which is such a good song. 
such a good song. I completely agree. Yeah. They were, I think, one of the best concerts I've ever seen in my life. They were so talented. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, great choice. And uh, Zach himself has that terrific voice in the group. They got a harmony, you know, similar to the Eagles, just the great harmonies. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, he's just got this kind of like raspy, soulful voice. And from a songwriting standpoint, it's just every song is so great and unique. And, um, yeah, I would love to work with him one day. Now, on the songwriting side of things, Madeline, can can you talk about uh, maybe a bit about your process when you when you go into a songwriting uh, session? Do you have a, a hook book with you with with notes, or do you have some melodies? How do you, how do you go into a session? Um, it's definitely important to be prepared to a certain degree. In my cell phone, I have in my notes section just lists of song titles or lyrics or ideas or concepts. And in my voice notes, I just have little melodies or little ooh things and constantly just try to, um, you know, have have bits of pieces to bring into a writing room. The best advice mm-hmm. I ever got um, was to when you go into the writing room, leave your ego at the door and be as honest as you can. And it's hard to do that because in Nashville, it's a kind of an odd way to write you know you meet these people for the first time potentially and you sit down in a room and you write for you know three or four hours and then you you leave with a song so you spend the first maybe 20 minutes trying to get to know each other um so you just have to be really honest and really um bearing everything especially if you want to write something that's authentic so yeah to be honest leave your ego at the door and be prepared for sure and I know that when you go into those sessions, I mean, the the part that uh, what you can't allow is to censor your thoughts and 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 criticize or critique a concept or a line in your head before you say it out loud because you're just going to hold back all these ideas because you maybe you don't think they're good enough. But it's really about throwing everything out there, isn't it, and sort of seeing what sticks. Exactly. And, you know, you you might say an idea that you don't use, but that is, you know, led somebody else's train of thought to something else. So that's exactly right. Mm. Just say everything that you're thinking, every lyric, every melody, just try anything. You never know where it's going to lead. So again, like being really insecure almost and just like being like, this is everything that I have. So (laughs) um, it's a kind of a really great process. And I feel like after, you know, a write with somebody, you know that person really, really well. And some of my favorite people in Nashville and in Canada as well are people that I've written with. You just get on a different level with them after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such a such a bonding experience, and 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 you know what comes out of it is you created this beautiful piece of art that now is going to uh, you know get demoed up, maybe appear in an album. So you too have this uh, this thing you've created, which is amazing. Yes, a song baby, I like to call them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you want to see, you know, how, how's that baby going to grow up? Is it going to hit the top of exactly. the charts? Exactly. Or, or just, just like wishing it the best, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, with one of these song babies that uh, you haven't recorded yet, Madeline, but you've written with somebody, have you ever had one of those songs and thought, man, this would be great to pitch to so-and-so, maybe it's not my style, or I've just got enough right now that I think I'd like to try to pitch this to Miranda Lambert or uh, you know, some artist like that? Absolutely. I mean, sometimes, you know, you're halfway through writing a song and you're like, you know what, I don't know if this would be on my record. At this point, when I write songs, I'm writing for myself. Um, But there are people, you know, who just write for other people or just write songs in general. So sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, you're halfway through and you're like, this might not be for me, but I could see, you know, like you said, so-and-so recording it. So Mm -hmm. it's important to just, you know, stick with what the song's going to do. Don't try to make it anything. Um, 
and there is, you know, a couple songs too where I write it and um, I, and I love the song and I record it. And um, Dan is working with a brand new artist named Jojo Mason, and um, me and Dan mm. and Phil Barton wrote a song called Edge of the Night, and um, I had recorded it and, and loved it, and then. Um, Jojo liked it as well. Um, Jojo has a single called It's All Good Right Now, and he's doing fantastic. And so oh, he was like, can I try singing it? And I was like, sure. And so he recorded it, and he blew me out of the water. It sounded way better as a guy song. And um, <laughs> and now he kind of, you know, performs it in his set. So it, that's great, too. I love being able to, like, give somebody that and it, that he was into mm-hmm. it like that. So it's cool. Either way. Isn't that cool? cool? Because, yeah, I know that uh, for, for, for artists, even if it's a song they've written, it's exciting, obviously, as you said, for you to record it, but there's just as much excitement when you hear somebody else do it, and and it does well for them as as a songwriter. Absolutely, and for them to you know improve the song or give it justice or give it life, it's just it's it's such a great feeling. I remember Sam Hunt saying that still to this day, like his career highlight was getting a Kenny Chesney cut um, on one of nice. his songs. So it's it's as a songwriter, yeah. I think that that would be amazing. That is very cool. Is there a stage, Madeline, that you haven't played yet that you're aspiring to get to? I mean, of course, the famous one is the Opry, but is there, and that might be part of your answer, but is there a stage you can't wait to play on someday? Um, there's many. I like to constantly have goals and um, put that energy out there. The Opry is one that I I, I need to play in before I die. Like, it is it is so important, and the, I the day that that day comes will be, you know, one of the best days of my life, I have to say. Um, I really want to play Boots and Hearts, that festival. Um, mm-hmm. That's a huge one for me. Um, and I've never played the Commodore in Vancouver. And um, it's such nice. a legendary venue. And I've been to so many shows there, and it's always just got such good vibes. So I can't wait to play that one day, too. Well, I know those uh, dreams are going to happen for you. You've got that determination, the passion, not to mention all these Great songs, and as we get to uh, wrap up here, Madeline, I wanted to ask you if you've been starstruck yet, whether it was at the CCMAs or when you've been down to Nashville. Has there been somebody that you kind of walked up to and you just didn't quite know what to say? Um, You know, there's been a couple occasions. I'm usually I'm pretty good. Um, Keith Urban was at uh, Sunfest this year when I performed, and I kind of just froze in time I was just like it's like seeing a ghost almost somebody like of his you know what I mean of his mm-hmm. famous um and such a great artist and I'm such a huge fan of him so I had like nothing to say I was just completely starstruck and even somebody like on a Canadian level like Dean Brody is such a nice guy and I would consider him a friend of mine but there is this element that when you're talking to him like I just like want him to know I'm like you're so good like I'm such a fan of you so it happens um, all the time for me, but it's important to just, like, keep it cool, though, I think. <laughs> I try. Like I exactly. said, Dolly Parton comes around, I won't be able to keep it cool. Or, like, Sam Hunt or something, I don't think I would be able to say anything. <laughs> Absolutely. That's that's amazing. Madeline, I want to thank you so much for being here. Such a pleasure to talk to you. I've been a fan of yours since the song Sinking Like a Stone, and it's been great to chat. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. My guest has been Madeline Merlot. Of course, she won the CCMA Rising Star at the 2015 CCMAs. She's nominated for Female Artist of the Year at the British Columbia Country Music Association Awards. And uh, those are coming up uh, near the end of October. Her brand new single is called Honey Jack. You'll find it at iTunes, and you can request it at your local country station. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.